Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. You want to talk about the 3-0-2 start. You want to talk about beating the Maple Leafs 7-1. I want to talk about all those goals. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. The Penguins are 3-0-2, and they did embarrass Toronto on Hockey Night in Canada by putting up a touchdown. And all of that is almost, 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 I'm underscoring it, beyond belief. Because this lineup is missing Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin. Jeff Carter, Brian Rust, and now Chris Letang. That's a quarter of the lineup. It's 1,454 NHL goals out of the lineup. And yes, I went and did the math on that. 1,454 goals out of your lineup. And not even getting into the Salary cap and everything else. And all of that's impressive. What they were able to do against the Leafs, what they've been able to do in getting the results that they have against teams that are coming at them with, theoretically, a ton more firepower. And yet the thing that impresses me the most to date isn't that they've you know, universally gotten in everybody's faces and covered all 200 feet of rink and been really smart with the puck possession and defended hard and won 50-50 battles, although all of that's true and although all of that leads to all of the other goodness, the thing that still impresses me the most out of these five games is that the Penguins' 23 goals are now second in the league. And I understand it's just five games. The team that's ahead of them is the one you'd expect. That's the Oilers. Also with five games, but with one more goal. Difference is Oilers have all their guys. Oilers have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl doing their thing. They have all their people. 
the penguins have almost none of their people, their main people. It's not just that they're missing five guys. It's who the five guys are. They're supposed to be the ones producing the overwhelming bulk of the offense. And yet they haven't been needed in that regard. Why? Well, the top three scorers on this team, all with five points each, are Danton Heinen, Evan Rodriguez, and Drew O'Connor. And if you had that on your bingo card going into the season, wow! And when you think of each of the three individuals, the whole thing becomes a little bit more impressive. Because Danton Heinen is a player that the Penguins had hoped would emerge a little bit or return to where he was as a rookie five years ago in Boston where there was a lot of offensive potential seen in his game. You would hope that Rodriguez would have had something in that aspect to his game. Again, I'm not overstating or inflating what he's done or who he is. Look at it another way. When Rodriguez scores a goal, do you get shocked? When Rodriguez makes a, a, a slick pass to someone the way he did to Marcus Pedersen Saturday night against the Leafs, do you get shocked? Or do you just say, hey, that's just he, he can do that. He can do that. And then there's O'Connor. O'Connor really kind of belongs in his own bracket here. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need. In turn, they need your help. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 from you is all it takes to provide five full meals for those in need. Once more, it's pittsburghfoodbank.org. What O'Connor's doing right now, for those of you who go way back is reminiscent of a very young, like new to the league, Kevin Stevens. Um, I'm not suggesting that he's going to be a 50-goal guy, that he's going to be somebody who leads the way to championships, who predicts series victories uh, in mid-round the way Artie once did. But that doesn't stop me from comparing similar traits and when I look at the way O'Connor was scoring goals the other night by going hard to the net, even though he'd lost his glove on the draw, having a puck ricochet off of his hip, and then later seeing him just steamroll his way into the Toronto zone down the left side and sending across a pass that one way or another was going to be a goal. It was either going to make it to its intended target or it was going to ricochet off a Toronto guy, and it did the latter. But That's the kind of stuff that power forwards do. It's stuff that when you see it, it looks like and feels like it can't be stopped. So that's a good thing for the Penguins in the longer run. Not just O'Connor, but Heinen. But Rodriguez, but a lot of these guys who have stepped up and made a difference and gained confidence, and then you gain confidence and you feel like you belong and you really should be out there. There's no reason for me to be a healthy scratch. Why would I have accepted that in my life? I feel like I should be out there. 
I contributed. If I scored two goals in that one game against Toronto, there's no reason that I can't score goals against this team that I'm watching down there on the ice right now while I'm a healthy scratch. It makes everyone feel more like they belong, more like they can and should contribute. The ultimate credit for all of this obviously goes to Mike Sullivan, who already should be presented with the Jack Adams Award. We've now seen enough teams in enough cities look at what's happening in Pittsburgh and say, whoa, what is that? And glow about the head coach. You've seen, heard, and read more about that in five games through just a couple weeks of this season than you will about most coaches all year long. And let's not forget that the only team anywhere that's even given the Florida Panthers a game because the Panthers, as I predicted before the season, are looking like world beaters, was Pittsburgh while missing a ton of guys. This is all to the immense, immeasurable credit of the head coach. Never take this guy for granted, my friends. Never take this guy for granted. The Penguins have a special one. And believe me, I'll say the same thing if they lose their next five. The guy is, he's a breed apart. He really is. When we come back, just one question. time for just one question that's brought to you always on this program by fubo tv the monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks fubo tv is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels including at&t sportsnet pittsburgh and right now just for us fubo tv is offering our listeners a seven-day free trial and 15 percent off your first month by going to fubotv.com slash dk had a listener reach out just over this weekend Asking, is that Fubo TV offer still apply? And I said, yeah, it does. And we went and we checked it together. FuboTV.com slash DK to get 15% off your first month. Our J1Q comes from Daniel Matos, who asks, is it too soon to acknowledge that our criticism of Ron Hextall's moves in the offseason might have been a bit exaggerated? Well, Daniel, what are you really asking here? <laughs> Come on, my man. Just come out and say it. You're asking if I want to take back some of my criticism for his offseason. Yes, of course. I'm not one of those people who believes in uh, being stubborn and I'm always right and it's got to be my way and whatever. I, I just I don't think that's a great way to conduct yourself uh, in life or in business. I can look objectively at the individual moves that Hextall's made and pointing back to the first segment, specifically Heinen, where I, I wasn't crazy about the signing at all. But he's come in and done really well through five games. Ideally, that keeps up. I will remind everyone that the Penguins' very best player in the first game of last season was Mark Jankowski. Best player at any position was Jankowski. Never to be seen or heard from again. I don't get the impression that'll be the case with Heinen, but it's been five games. As such, 
that's a terrific value signing, which is what Hextall himself has referred to it as. Didn't necessarily need the player, but saw that they could get a good one at a very low cap hit at $1.1 million, and they went and they got him. It turns out they did need him. I can look at other moves that he's made, a really small one in adding Mark Friedman off waivers last season. Friedman's looked like a real live NHL defenseman. He's got some offensive tools. He's all over the puck, and he can be a bit of a, well, insert nasty term here, okay? He's got some of that to his game, and every team needs some of that. Brock McGinn's looked like a nice addition, rounding out the Teddy Bluger, Zach Aston Reese line, which has been outright dominant in the last couple of games. Bringing back Dominic Simone is a nice move. Not necessarily the most popular move, but a nice move. Dom's been a part, a significant part at times, of what this team's done through five games. However, Daniel, and you knew I was going to have it forever, even beyond the fact that it's just five games, let's not forget that the two biggest decisions that Hextall made this summer still haven't really had a chance to get gauged. Number two, and it's a distant number two, I'm not being funny or silly here, is not bringing back Cody Cece. If the Penguins can find a way to have themselves a quality six-man, seven-man core, defense core, by utilizing Chad Ruedel, Friedman, eventually maybe Yuso Rikola, P.O. Joseph. And they'll have had people who can play the opposite side and do it well. Then he'll have pulled that off. That's not known yet. And number one, with a bullet way above the one I just mentioned, is to stick by his goaltenders. Sure, Tristan Jari's been fine so far. Arguably way better than fine. But all the chips were pushed to that side of the table by this GM. None of the other chips in the equation, as we saw in the last playoffs, matter. If you don't make that call right, it's all going to come down to the goaltending. So I'm throwing those in not to, you know, try to support what I'd said earlier or whatever, stay stubborn, but because they're both really true. I appreciate the question, Daniel. I appreciate everybody listening. Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do another one tomorrow. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.